Hey everyone, welcome to our family camping. It's the week of August 17th, 2020. It's gonna be a fine day today, I can see. It's gonna and be it a is. Fine it's all about camping. Day What's day not to be fine? I can see. Exactly. Hey everybody, yeah, we, we welcome you to this week's edition. What do we have this week? Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, is what I called the... Uh, and gators and skunks. And gators and skunks and <laughs> bison and bear and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about uh, things that go bump in the forest, I guess. And maybe some advice on some threats that uh, you may or may not face. And reasons I don't camp in Florida. <laughs> There's also some really stupid stories, too. Oh True. my gosh, yes, that we have. I am... It's not the stories are stupid, it's the people involved. Yeah, yeah, the stories are fine, the people are stupid. Operator error. I am Buck Ballard, and of course I am joined by my lovely wife, Chris. And across the other side of the state of Wisconsin is our son. COVID-free Don. COVID-free hey. Don, yes. I yeah. survived my quarantine period. He survived. He's lived to fight another I... day and enjoying some uh, paid time off. <laughs> I am. Well, it's it's not time off. I'm working harder now than I'm not at work. The honeydew list. Mama Bear knows I'm home and I have nothing else to do. And because <laughs> she's not infected, but you are, yes. she's got to stay home she too. She has to oh, stay man. home too. And she's so happy about it. And she has made a big whip. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to throw this in, and this isn't in the show notes. I just want to throw it out as a reminder. For those of you watching the uh, the live show, we do it live every Sunday night, 845 at our Facebook group, Our Family Camping, you'll notice Buck is sporting a red pirate scarf. Do rag. A do rag. Okay. It's, I didn't know how to tie the stupid thing and not look like Pollyanna until I went on YouTube. It was kind of fun for a while. Biker scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Why you look like Tupac? <laughs> there we go. And the reason it is here is because I cannot wear a hat and I really don't want to go out in public with the uh, ugly scarring on the side of my forehead that's healing up from shingles if you're over 50 ask your doctor about the shot it is painful it is uh <laughs> time consuming a little bit uh <laughs> some interesting drugs they give you for it if you catch it soon enough i'm going to tell you two things and then we're going to move on to camping and i think it's important because let's move on because it's not a show about you it's not a show about <laughs> me but it's a show about you guys and i would you want to go camping and break out with this have we no, we might have been camping <laughs> no, this week true. had this not happened. Oh, come on. I got to give you a bad I, time. No, I've just put up with it for a week. <laughs> it's okay. She would have She would have just done the one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing to you. <laughs> yeah. Little pillow over the head, put you out of your misery. She'd enjoy your camping trip. <laughs> yeah, it's these two little scars she gave me right up here that I can't explain. No, I'm but sure I don't he said take anymore. three of the pain pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pain pills are for her putting up with me, not for me. <laughs> The early signs of this stuff is is when I had you look at it real early on, I knew I had something going on, and I thought maybe it was a little chemical burn or something. And you looked at it, and you mentioned it looks like little hives or something. You had a rash. And if you have a little rash that feels like someone's sticking little pins in your head or in your back or somewhere, go get it looked at. Because the earlier you catch this stuff, the better the treatment is. And I let it go too far before I got it caught and uh, paid a price in pain well, and suffering and ask for it. Ask for the medication because even if they say, well, you're beyond a certain point, not necessarily. I don't care. It doesn't work as well, but it still works. But uh, look into the shot. 
and know what the early signs are for shingles because this stuff is no fun. It, it's going to knock you off of work for a few days and and uh, it's make it's, it embarrassing to go out in public. Yeah, and, and <laughs> make you have to cover your forehead so you don't scare little children. With that, I'm going to throw out another shiny object. As you know, my gut instinct says just keep this to yourself. No, this <laughs> one is good because how no, many campers, how many people are out camping on Thanksgiving? I mean, I would if I could. Now, how are you going to manage in most RVs cooking the essentials for a Thanksgiving meal when you're camping? That would be a turkey, stuffing, pie, maybe some sweet potatoes. Banquet or Swanson's. Green beans. I have a better. I, I think this would be, we would be deep frying the turkey. I have The a, rest you can do. I have a better idea. Oh, it's not better. Brock's solved your problem. <laughs> turkey dinner candy corn <laughs> with lovely flavors. What do they have? They have green bean, roast turkey, cranberry sauce, ginger glazed carrot. Not just carrots, ginger glazed carrot. Sweet potato pie and stuffing, all in the, a bag of the candy. The vegetable corn. ratio in that formula is horrible. Well, how do There's we really? Too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids will eat these vegetables. <laughs> I don't think they would. They, oh. the when I first read that article, <laughs> it, it literally made my stomach churn. You guys know I have probably <laughs> the biggest sweet tooth in the world. Well, I, mean, I, I live on candy. It's not just sweet tooth, Don. You will try anything. I will. I, I am not afraid. I have wrestled a meatball out of a dog's mouth, and I have eaten cheddar cheese fudge. I will try anything. I don't know about this. I, I will buy a bag, and I will give it a shot, but... I'm not expecting much. <laughs> I don't have overly high expectations, but it beats the heck out of booger-flavored uh, jelly belly beans and some of those goofy things. I will give yeah. it a try. We will report yeah. on it next episode. Sound good? I, I have not seen them yet. They're supposed to be at Walgreens, so I will look. Okay. With that, let's move on to, and, and these are animals that people have issues with. Let's move on to, I, I can't call them predators in the park because- they would have to consider us the predator in the park because we're on their turf. But the animals that people have problems with enough to make news media and different things going on. And we are talking right out of the bat. The first one, we found a really interesting YouTube video. I put it up in the group. The darndest thing. It was in Mexico. And a black bear is sniffing this girl's hair. And she is standing there so calmly taking selfies of her and this bear now in all reality a black bear if you're going to have an encounter with a bear have it be a black one yeah they're the least aggressive but all these fruity shampoos and things that that bear is just enamored with her hair and how yeah. she stood there so calmly i don't know that is impressive that she was able to do that she had her wits about her because i would have uh, been running and screaming like a girl with a big black bear <laughs> chasing me yep uh-huh <laughs> So she handled that well. I guess the first thing there is, yeah, what do you wash your hair when you're going camping? I guess what would you use if not, you're going to be out in the woods? Not honey or flower scented. You know, that had to be what it had to be, one of these fruity or flower scented shampoos that they make. But how Lavender would you know? Or what, what have you? Yeah. How would I'm, you know? I'm confused here. What's this shower when you're camping thing? Well, like the day before you leave, honey. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I smell like fire and 
fried bacon and usually I, some beer. And <laughs> I'm not totally convinced they, this this girl was camping. I think they were hiking and had this be. encounter. Yeah, there were three of them there, and the, they just the bear was obviously attracted to the one. But they're all there. smiling, standing still and smiling. It's like oh, they're high as kites. Oh, they- <laughs> <laughs> Where was this? In Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they're high. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's, no that, you know, that is impressive. We've been past campgrounds that have said that you cannot camp there unless your camping vehicle is solid walled. Yeah. Because of the bears. Sides. In fact, I was just telling Aiden, this is Don's little boy. He's not so little anymore. He's, he's not little anymore. <laughs> about camping in Yellowstone and in a tent. And listening Ooh. to the ranger at night driving with his Jeep through the campground looking for bears. And you would hear they had a barrel on the back that would be creaking uh, along. And what they would do with this thing, they'd anesthetize the bear or sedate it, throw it in this barrel. It looks like kind of like the lottery barrel that spins <laughs> all the numbers. And yep. then it, they would drive it up into the hills or the, up into the mountains while this thing is spinning, and it hopefully will make the bear forget where he was at. Disoriented a bit? Yeah, I don't know if it ever worked, but it was a <laughs> creepy thing to listen to. That would be. And just knowing, well, what happens when the ranger is up in the mountains and there's a bear down here? Yeah. And I've got, you know, five mils of uh, polyester between me and a bear. But if, if, if you ever go to Yellowstone, you'll find things are so different there because they know what bears are about because they're... Even a garbage can doesn't open normally. Yeah. And the the bathroom doors, you never have a bathroom door that pushes open because they used to. But oh. a bear got in there and got trapped. And, and that can't was get not out. a happy bear. And oh, then the God. first person that comes along. Can you imagine walking in the bathroom? <laughs> Bear's been stuck in there all night. And he's hungry. <laughs> and, and we had the joy when I was a kid of having a bear get in our car and rip the back seat out. And luckily left the rest of us alone. Well, he wanted the picnic basket. Well, we had a bananas the in there and some M&Ms. Now, did you have some other advice for should a bear come after you? Number one is hold still. They give you some advice that's kind of interesting because it said, well, lay down, pretend you're dead, cover up your face. And if it tries to roll you over, keep rolling so your face is always down and don't make any noise. By now, I'm praying if that's happening oh, to yeah. me. You know, it's, yeah, it's not going to work. Well, I think one of the things that's important is to realize that bear doesn't want to encounter you anymore than you no. want to encounter them. So if you know there is a bear somewhere near, make noise, yes. talk, sing a song. I, I think of the couple that does the, it used to be the Road Trek podcast, now it's the RVing podcast, actually talking about, and he had no idea what it was. She just grabbed his arm and said, let's go, honey, and started singing. And they turned around and walked the other way. And after they walked a little while, she turned around and looked and said, there was a bear. We needed to leave. <laughs> now, oh, wow. the interesting thing, though, when I was reading, you should never, you, they would have been better off to back up so they kept an eye on this bear and never turn your back on it. That would have been a very good idea. But I you never want to turn in my back on a bear. Don't go for eye contact. And I've also heard, you know, get the bear spray. It does work. But you have to make sure this thing will go 30 feet out. That bear spray, we're not talking the little mace stuff you have for, you know, the guy who tries no, to. No, if you're going through the woods with the little. You know, personal defense mace or pepper spray. You're going to be that a bear is taco. Is seasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bears like you a little peppery. At, yeah. at a minimum, at least seven to nine ounces in a bottle. 
Yeah, they're 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 and don't hang it around your neck because when the bear comes at you, you're not going to remember where it's at. Carry it in your hand. You can hang around your neck, but keep your hand on it. I've been watching a lot of backpacking stuff, just thinking about uh, this trip I'm thinking of in two years and. That was the one thing they commented is how many backpackers have their bear stuff and it's hanging away in the back. They could, they'd have oh, to stop get their pack get off. Yeah. No. Let's just be aware. Be aware. There are some good links in the show notes here, but just remember it. And the other thing to think of too when you see the bear is where are the cubs? You do not want to get between mama bear and the no, cubs. No, no. No, not at all. They, they are, they are defensive, but they don't want if, to be if there. If you either. do see baby cubs, don't, oh, they're so cute. Let's take their picture. No, you no. turn around and you get the hell out of there. Yeah. So you do have a plan and just just be aware of what's around but you. But running is not number one on the list because if they're no. seeing you run, they're going to probably chase you. The next animals we go to, running is a <laughs> really good <laughs> idea. Running is the good advice. <laughs> Crocodiles and alligators. Now we're we're speaking primarily Florida, and I don't know a little bit of maybe bottom part of Georgia. Louisiana Louisiana might have gators. Yeah, Louisiana's got them. Georgia, little into Mississippi, um, but Florida a lot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, when we went down there, you don't pass any body of water. It it's a you know public fountain that has a sign on it. Alligators. Well, you think of that that little child that was killed in Disneyland. That was in a controlled, supposedly closed body of water that that there Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been any gators there and a tragedy hit. Yeah. Um, They they are aggressive. Uh, they, They do lunge. A lot of people think, well, you just don't go in the water. You know, if they're on land, they're they're really slow. No, they're they're actually quite fast. Like what, thirty miles an hour or something for a couple of minutes? Uh, for a, for a very short distance. Uh, what did it say they could do? It wasn't thirty, but it was uh, nine or ten miles an hour. It was it was faster I mean, than I can run. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a decent amount of speed for something with short little stubby legs. Um. <laughs> If it is coming at you, that's that's when you run. You you do run. Um, don't zigzag. Don't worry about zigzagging. That's that's not true. That's movies, old wives' tale. Just run as fast as you can. Uh, the the biggest thing when you are out walking around, um, I don't know why you'd be walking in a swampy marshy <laughs> area, but whatever. <laughs> Make noise. You know you you don't want to sneak up on them. You don't want to startle them because uh, they, they will get aggressive that way. So, you know, kind of the same with, with the bears. Make some noise. You know, if you're walking through some long grass, kind of the same thing if you're walking through snake country. You make noise. Stomp your feet. You know, let let them know you're coming. More than likely, they're going to go hide. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't want to fight us. If you do get attacked um one thing they did say to do eyeballs just just like in a steven seagal movie you take your thumbs and you just shove them right in the eyeballs and just push as hard as you can Uh, it's it's a weak spot on them 
Another spot that they don't like, which actually surprised me, was punching them in the nose, you know, right in the <laughs> snout, the tip of their snout. And I'm thinking, okay, that's that's all bone in there, but apparently they, they do have some nerves and, and some uh, sensory glands in the front of their their snout that it, it is painful if you hit them. But if if you do get grabbed, you want to I mean, you want to start fighting right away. You don't want them to get you into the water where they then do the the famous death roll and start rolling over. Once they start rolling over, you're now done. You you're worrying about okay, are you going to get back to the surface? And if you do, are you still going to have that leg or that arm or yeah? Where how far are you going to go before you... they grabbed me? Yeah, how far do you make it before you bleed out? <laughs> Unlike the bear, I, you know, I doubt if the alligators can climb trees. So, yeah, if you can find refuge in a tree, that might be uh, – if yeah. you can get up there quick enough. <laughs> You'd be surprised how quick people are yeah. <laughs> when they're scared. <laughs> you know, one thing to throw in in both the scenario of the bear and the alligator is your pet. You can be a threat or not be a threat. The black bear might see you as not a threat and leave you be. If they're looking at your pet as a snack – that that alligator wants to, he can get Toto real yeah. quick. Yeah. So yeah, Toto won't stand a chance. Yeah. So so be aware of that. Your animal is a little different than you. Your animal is a four legged creature that they're used to eating all the time. Uh, right. It it looks just like a normal meal to them. And I threw that one in just because enough people go to some of these places where they're not used to being, and they don't look up the animals that are there. I go think when I was. I think six, or we're way back into the 60s here. We took a family vacation from Portland, Oregon, out to Minnesota. Somewhere on there, and we did Rushmore, and we did uh, Yellowstone and the whole bit. Somewhere along there, we went somewhere where they had a, a guy wrestling an alligator, got him on his back and rubbed its stomach till it went to sleep. And I'm thinking, you know, those, I don't think you get to see that kind of stuff anymore. I don't think so. You know, Shamu, the, the trained uh, killer whale is gone and yeah. all of those features we used to see. It's a different time, but uh, yeah. It is. Do not try and wrestle the alligator of his tummy and hope he goes to sleep. No. I really that, don't think that's, that would work. That's years of almost losing arms and fingers to get, the, to get to that level. Now, here's an interesting one. Bison. Buffalo. Buffalo. And they do charge. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> The funny thing is, um, bison in, in Yellowstone, they have, what, like twice as many bison problems as they do bears? Yes, at oh, least that. At, at least that. that. And they they will knock you down and they will gore you, unlike you know, the bear just mostly, unless it's a grizzly bear, the bear wants you gone. Yeah. The grizzly bear wants lunch. Yeah. He wants um, to have fun with you. There are, by the way, links in the show notes, and I actually am, am writing an article on this. So by the time this goes out on the podcast, there will be an article at Our Family Camping that is finally starting to look like a website. <laughs> I've been lazy all summer. And uh, yeah, shiny object number three. I was really debating, I'm going to be lazy through the summer, and then do I want to focus on a YouTube channel or the website? And <laughs> things I don't want to do, a pirate YouTube channel. I think I'll be <laughs> focusing on the website till I can be on camera without... Uh, a head good injury. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> that is a great call. Bison, and this is, um, I, of course, from the National Park Service. Uh, this is a 
pretty good website I'm linking to here, survivalhacks.com. But they were talking about Yellowstone Park. Twice as many visitors are injured from bison as grizzly bears. They will charge. They're territorial. They're not nice animals. When you see them, stop. Be gentle. Don't. And again, um, they will charge. Try and stay a football field away from them. Yeah. <laughs> if they do charge you, run. Run faster. Mm-hmm. Try and get behind something, a tree, um, a car. Now, keep in mind, you know, a locomotive hitting a car is going to move the car a little bit. Well, they've, they've been yeah. known to blow a few windshields out. Oh, yeah. They can, they can probably hit hard enough to knock your car off the road or well, yep. especially the little <laughs> cheapy light cars the we drive Prius. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can do some damage. If they charge, run for cover. Uh, if it's close, it might look slow, but the bison are not slow. No. Take cover behind something large. Climb a tree. Unlike the bear, bison can't climb a tree. So if you can get up a tree, get some height. Um, just do everything you can <laughs> to keep your distance and get distance between them. Usually once they knock you down, they might go away, but not always. What do you have for comments? Well, this is just on the bison, Kate, because we were in... Yellowstone a year ago, and we had the bison stampeding on the road around us. She said, bison also want you to poop your, I'm saying poop. She's, she's, <laughs> your britches in your minivan. <laughs> and they do a True fine story. job of it. Yeah. True story. Bison are probably one of the biggest threats. And it's funny to see people go over fences and walk in fields thinking, oh, they won't charge. I go yes, thinking. Yes, will. Oh, yes, they will. And they are, they are probably some of the meanest. And then the next one but on our sure list. they sure are tasty. Yes. But yes. let me go back to people who we've got tonight. Because oh, we haven't right had a ahead. chance. Yeah. Brian was with us right, at, right off the bat. Hey, Brian, good to hear from you. Then me. we've got Tom. He said, so happy to see you guys. Haven't caught a live feed since Truck Show Podcast. So Oh, yeah. Glad yeah. you're here, Tom. Snowman. He has guy. a 28-footer. And he pulls it with his 2019 F-150 Eco. Awesome. I heard good things about nice. that Echo Boost. So I just wanted to get that in there while we had the break. And now I it's like my it. turn. I, have, I go from bears to the to bulls and cows. Bulls and bears. You're the stock market leader. I today. think so. That's this right. This story is just weird. I'm sorry. But you really gave me a weird <laughs> one here. <laughs> well, the fact honest, that it's California it says it's weird anyway. But. Well, and California is a big dairy state because the cows aren't smart enough to leave the state because of all the stupidity. They're happy cows. On. Yeah, they're happy. They're cows. happy cows. <laughs> this is this is just bizarre, and it doesn't say this is an older couple hiking, and they all of a sudden they've got a uh, cow and her calf going after them. It's like. Why are you hiking? And number one, we're in California. You go hiking. They are on like somebody's this. property because we don't have feral feral cows and calves anywhere no. in this country. This is just bizarre. But anyway, they wound up actually having to get helicopters in to, to save these two. Was that from injury or just from not being able to get I think out? That, I think they were worn out from running. Oh, my gosh. From them. But I do love when giving hints as what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Number one was stay out of pastures where you might have a cow or calf or a bull. If there's a fence, <laughs> it's there for a reason. It's yeah. It's designed to keep something in and keep you out. So yeah, be careful. Yeah. But it's and you know 
one thing that says don't make eye contact. No, no. But it isn't so much, I think the cow, it's amazing this was a female, you know, a cow and a calf. That's very unusual. A bull wasn't involved. A bull, I get. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I, that is unusual depending on the uh, the operation it was. It was obviously beef rather than a dairy because in dairy they take the, the calves much and it, quicker. But this article did say, don't worry if you're in red, you are not irritating the bull. You know, how the no. matador always had the red cape. Yeah. Yeah, it's more mostly for show. Aren't, aren't bull, I believe they're colorblind. I believe bull yes, are all to red and green, yes, actually. Have you ever seen Shiny Object Number 3? The uh, joke of Stewie from Family Guy. Stewie is the talking dog who's in his dressing room before the show complaining to his um, his uh, agent. Brian's that, the talking dog. Brian. Yeah, Brian's the dog. Stewie's the demon-possessed the baby. baby. The talking baby. The talking baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian, he's in the dressing room telling his agent, I insisted on only blue M&Ms. These are all gray. I hate gray M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> That okay. was a shiny object. That was that a shiny, shiny object. object. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the cow, I guess you do run into areas if you're out somewhere where you obviously have permission to be. I can think of places we had gone when we lived in Wyoming where you're opening and closing the gates behind you, whether they're electric wire gates or just wire gates or swinging gates. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Oregon, we did a lot of that when we had permission to hunt on people's land and things. You know, there's something in there. Be aware. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think the, the fence is a sign. Yeah. <laughs> the odds of you running into this, if you're at a private campground or even a state campground, are pretty slim because, number one, they don't want the liability of it. So you've got to be on some property that nobody knows you, you're there. You wandered yeah. off the campground and followed a little trail that probably wasn't made by people and then crossed the fence. Yeah. Probably. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah and, and don't do that. No. Little A little common sense goes a long way. I remember one of the best signs I've heard for no trespassing was, and there's all the other smart aleck ones you can put about, you know, I'm watching you from the guard tower or whatever, but it was, you're not trespass or you're not lost, you're trespassing. <laughs> That's what yep. the guy put on all of his signs along his fence. You're not lost, you're trespassing. This is Cause, true. Because <laughs> when he'd catch them, oh, I got lost. No, you didn't. You climbed my fence. <laughs> yeah. Morons. Don, you got all the fun animals. I did, well, I don't know about fun. This next one Son I would not describe as fun. Um, maybe cute if you grew up watching Looney Tunes. Yes. Uh, we we are talking about <laughs> our, our friend Pepe Le Pew and the the poor black cat that had a white stripe painted on it that <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, Pepe Le Pew fell in love with. <laughs> you know, I'm sure those are politically incorrect and have probably all been bought by Ted Turner and nobody will ever see them again. Yeah, you don't see Looney Speedy Gonzalez. There is a huge amount. Oh, they of- took Speedy Gonzalez off. I think when I was still a kid. Yeah, yeah, but they play it in Mexico and laugh and laugh their heads off. Oh yeah, he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> my my years in the livestock industry, uh, I made great friends with a lot of people who were uh, here legally and otherwise from Mexico, and uh, I've, I've known some wonderful people that I still hear. None from of them from were ever offended. Or uh, offended yeah, by not not uh, at Speedy all Gonzalez, right? not at all they were actually <laughs> hilariously laughing at some of the stupidity of the U.S. <laughs> well, we need to get back to your animal, and you got to yes. remember yes. flower from Bambi. We are talking skunks, and yes, flower from Bambi. Uh, 
dumbest name ever for a skunk, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody knows skunks. Everybody knows what they look like. Most people, even if you've never been sprayed, you've been driving on some country road (laughs) and you, you catch that whiff. Oh, yes. Or worse yet, Um, you hit it with your car and that whiff follows you for... It stays on your car for about 16 to 20 car washes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thankfully, skunks are nocturnal. I don't know why you feel the urge to go walking through the woods or the field at night. I, I've never really had an issue of seeing them in any of the campgrounds we've gone to. I'm sure there are issues where, yeah, they, if you're out in the, in the woods or maybe some of the state parks where you're, you're not in a big, clear, wide open area. Um, the biggest thing again, just make noise. You, they're spraying you cause you scared them. Right. Um, it's, it's a defense mechanism to them or for them to, you know, be protected from the predators. You will get some warning signs. Uh, the tail will shoot straight up. Yeah. Right? You know, that's, that's instantly they're scared, but they haven't identified what the threat is yet. Uh, sometimes they will rear up on their, their hind legs and they'll kind of stamp the ground in front of them with their, their front legs. They will even go and do a handstand or a, a headstand. Um, if they do that, you're probably going to get sprayed. <laughs> you're going to yeah. stink. Uh, that's 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 serious. They will go on their head. Uh, if if their back end is pointed at you, your day is probably going to get pretty bad. Um, they can spray up to eight feet. They can spray a, a light dose, or they can spray a very heavy dose. It just depends on how how afraid they feel. And they can go some I have distance. Never, I have never been sprayed by a skunk so i don't know how bad that is to get off but there the recipe in this article was what hydrogen peroxide baking soda dish soap and the biggest ingredient is patience oh wow i'm guessing this takes a lot to get the the oils off of your skin see there used to be a maybe it was uh, an old wives tale that tomatoes uh tomato juice was good that's what they said in here was tomato juice does not work. So there is no point in filling your bathtub with <laughs> gallons of tomato juice. Unless you got vodka, will... some celery, and a few. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're not going to have any friends for a while, so you might as well just sit in there and stew over vodka and Bloody Marys. You know? now, now, here's here's the question I want to know. If, if And, Chris, you are uniquely qualified to answer this. Oh, Lord. If I get sprayed by a skunk, where am I sleeping for the next four nights while the smell goes away? Wherever you want, I'm going to go someplace well, else. Well, it's, it's not going to be the bed. It's not going to be the couch. It's not going to be the camper. I mean, what's left? A sleeping bag in the garage? No, no you don't truck. get a sleeping bag. And why the hell would you go in the garage? <laughs> you have a perfectly good lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking wherever you sleep is going to stink. So your usual uh, plan Bs are not there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you are wearing and whatever you will wear after is going to stink. Uh, they they did give some advice too of if if you've scared this thing enough that he's he's backwards, the tail's up, he's standing on his head, whatever he's doing, and you're gonna get sprayed, dive backwards and sideways. 
really interesting you know whether it's it's you know just you leap backwards and as soon as you hit the ground you're log rolling one way or the other but you you don't want to be directly behind this thing what, no what are they attracted to in your camp in a, in a campsite what would bring them in honestly anything they are omnivores they will eat literally anything they can get their hands on oh be um, okay berries garbage they might sift through some garbage if you leave a garbage bag out maybe the raccoons broke into some stuff i mean they they're not picky eaters they're scavengers uh so they're they'll be out at night wherever they can find some food so i was i know we've had a lot of people reporting raccoon problems this year yeah and I thought, huh, we've, we have really had no issues. No, we haven't. We're in, into the city enough that. No, but I mean camping. No, no, we really haven't. We haven't seen much other than squirrels and uh, mosquitoes this year. Yeah, we haven't really had much with raccoons, but we have, I mean, where we camp, there's a lot of people with dogs. In okay, campers. that was, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. You can always tell when, okay, something was walking by the neighbors because. You know, the dog's going nuts. Yeah. Something can be walking 200 yards away and the dog will go and nuts. And the dog so, could go yeah. nuts, yeah. 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 An interesting side note, and I would imagine anything a bear is attracted to, other things are attracted to. And this was, and there is a link in the show notes on this, grizzlydiscoverycenter.org. The things that animals are attracted to, especially bears, and some of these are garbage, you know, they're, they're common sense, human food, pet food, garbage, cooking pots and utensils, cooking oils. Um, here's two that totally caught me off guard. Fuel for stoves and lanterns. I would what get. What kind of fuel? Are they talking like kerosene? I'm or? thinking like kerosene white gas or even if they smell the propane from connecting bottles or something. And I don't know. If, well, I guess, I mean, you think of the smell that they put into propane. It's, it's rotten egg smell. But they associate that smell no, with the source of that's food. That's food. Yeah. Exactly. Unopened canned beverages. Yeah. Uh, I think we covered a story about a, a bear that got into some some bush light. I oh, I yes, remember that, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the, you know, the usual stuff. But uh, if you're going to camp other than in your RV and a tent and, and you're in bear country, you can find these online. You can get a, a food sack. And hang that, hang all of your food. And that's what a backpacker will do or a, or a tent camper will do in bear country. You'll hang your food from a tree 40 yards. Right away is away from your tent. Yes. 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 And, and you, and you make sure you have a flashlight and bear spray in your tent with you. And don't yeah. sleep in clothing you cooked in. Yeah. 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 You don't want to smell like brats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the other thing that one of those articles said that I thought was very good. If you hear a bear near your tent, make some noise. Make sure he knows you're in there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't want to bother you. They they they, they want they they're looking for easy. They're looking for easy food. Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're cooking in what you made the brats in on the barbecue, you're easy food. <laughs> yep. Exactly. What do you say? We had one other. I thought this was kind of an interesting one. You found it. Um. The conversation. Oh, real quick, let me throw out some <laughs> contact information. Of course, Facebook, you can find us at Our Family Camping. Uh, just send a request. We'll let you in the group. Love to have you there. And also, there is an Instagram account, and I swear I will start putting stuff on there. I have yet to do it. Uh, but we do have uh, Instagram at Our Family Camping. We would love to hear from you. And, of course, OurFamilyCamping.com, which has one article still in its infancy. Um, 
But hey, we are here. You found a really neat article. What was that? An interview with an RV park owner that had some good tips. I did. There were some good some good things in there. This was yeah. I'm trying to think of who put whose website. RV Share. Uh, RV Share. Yeah. Um, Now these these were uh, campground owners. This was a guy who actually owns uh, not a campground but an RV park, I believe. Um, Okay. Yeah, he owns Triple B RV Park. Uh, I'm not quite sure where that is, but he owns it. Pretty cool. And he had some great tips for just on his observations of things people need to do. Uh, number one, this is, was this was more for you. You are new to RV, right? Yeah, and like so many people I read on Facebook, we just bought a thirty whatever foot and now a one ton truck and a thirty eight foot fifth wheel, and I'm afraid to drive it. Yeah, yeah, and, well, and it sat here for a year. Yeah, or you know, I've got this forty foot trailer, and I'm going to this certain campground. Is there a place big enough? Well, yeah. now before you decided to go there, you you know that might you probably have should have made some phone calls, yeah. done some homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, what? Look at the waste involved in driving somewhere. That okay, now we're coming up with a plan B. You might be far enough away that your plan B is now you're parked at a rest area. Yeah. You know. <laughs> look at looking for the park out there behind the flying J. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was the first tip in here. Learn to maneuver your vehicle. Yeah. Know what you have. Go out. And I think of the, the guy I talked about last month up in front of the, the church parking lot up the road while I was out running. And I took the pictures of his uh, little teardrop trailer. And he was pulling it behind a little Honda CRV. But there he is in a church parking lot practicing backing it into spots. Yeah. Just. It's smart. It's, yeah. It's honestly something I feel. RV dealerships should do a little more with, well, you know, not just okay, sign here, yeah, all right, we'll we'll hook yeah. it up for you. Go enjoy your RV, you know. No, all right, we sign the paperwork. Okay, let's go out. Let's practice hooking up to it. Let's walk through setting it up, tearing it down, drive around the block a little bit, and you know, make and sure maybe there are some dealerships or some salesmen that will. But it's very important to get used to. How that thing handles, and and then also to remember, it's empty right now. I I don't know about you guys. I normally have about six seven hundred pounds of stuff if we're going on a long trip. <laughs> oh yeah, and you it's going to handle differently. It's going to handle differently. It's going to break differently. Yeah, everything is going to feel just a little different. Uh, the other thing he mentioned was plan your entry when you get uh, to the park. Yeah, you know, we have this thing called Google Earth now. It's kind of hard with some of the campgrounds, but the RV parks, you can zoom in from an overhead shot and get an idea of what you're looking at. Well, even in the state campgrounds, there's a lot of one-way roads. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you know what? If you need to, I mean, if as long as you don't mind a little bit of walk and exercise, wherever you had to stop to check in, leave it there for 10 minutes and pace out where you're going if you have any doubts at all. But yeah. know how you're getting out before you go in is always a good rule. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you parked your, your semi on the street and walked in to figure out if you can get in and out of there? Oh, I've hundreds of times. Yeah, and I've, I've done it again. That Once you're down in there or once you're in somewhere, that is not the time to have to figure out how am I going to get out. Yeah, I realize you have to back up, you know, up a hill and backwards into a busy street. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. 
So yeah, when in doubt, get out and look, pace it out, plan your attack. Yeah. Uh, well, we've we've found it really valuable to go if we're interested in a campground. And granted, we're lucky we have a lot that are in fairly close to us. We go drive them through them. Yeah, because there there have been a couple we thought you know just by looking online, let's book it. Well, let's go drive it. Well, then we get out there and the f- one in particular, there was no sun in any of these campgrounds in this camp or any of the campsite and the flies and the mosquitoes on the windshield Ugh. and the windows were so thick. It's oh like, my gosh. I don't yeah. want to stay here. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a chance, go, go for a ride, go check it out. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, then the other thing he mentioned that he sees a lot of is, uh, the order of hooking up your <laughs> your lines. I don't know how people can do that. I, I, I don't understand the, the thought process of, well, my poop's in this hose, so I'm going to hook this one up, and now I'm going to handle my drinking water. Yeah, now let's go after <laughs> the fresh water and contaminate it. Yeah, always hook your water hose up first, and then your sewage. Always disconnect your water hose first, and then yeah. your sewage. Um, one of the things I have done that really helps, and this was, I think your idea, I think we saw somebody else real early on and we thought that's a good idea. And he had latex gloves on. And when he was finished with everything, he just walked over to the garbage. You know, there's a dumpster by most of the places, walked over, threw his gloves in there and walked away. So we bought a box of 100 latex gloves. So we're good for 50 camping trips. Yeah. And there, when I opened the door to get the, 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 attachments out there's that box i yep it's right there first thing the, you see you put those on and yeah and they're cheap oh they oh, are yeah well they were before they're, covid they're yeah that's true <laughs> they're a little more now but <laughs> oh man and yeah i will not be uh pulling one over my head and doing the rooster anytime soon with oh come on now mark on my head 10-year rule there's something that you're not going to encounter in a state park but you might encounter in some of the some of the private parks. Private you don't hear about it a lot, but no. And if they're busy enough, they can just say, "No, nah, ten year rule, end of story." Right. Most of the people who have a, an older RV are probably aware of that, and know where they're looking and where they're going. State parks aren't an issue. County parks, uh, dispersed camping. It's just some private RV parks. Uh, they have some standards, and they're going to stick to it. And, you know what? That's fine. It's their park. They can do what they want, but be aware it's there. Right. The last one I thought was an interesting one because it, it is a crap shot. You might have good Wi-Fi service to the park, but when you have each each RV has you know two grown-ups on a smartphone, three kids streaming games, you're going to have a lot of buffering time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you can step up and buy your own system that uh, bypasses theirs. But if if you're using their Wi-Fi, you might be able to check your email. That's really all you're going to be able to do. Yeah. Well, you're camping. Yeah. Leave it I just le- shut the damn thing off. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, it depends you on know. what you're doing. A lot of people are working from home, so they're working from the campground. Yeah, a lot of people, that is true. Yeah. But, are, I mean, stuff like that, It, I would think you've done your, your homework before you've gone out there to go camping going, okay, you know, I need to be working while we're here. Exactly. You know, I, I need strong Wi-Fi or you're going to have, like you said, that your, your personal hotspot or your Wi-Fi device. Yeah. I mean, we sat, what did we watch? Oh, the uh, 
first episode of Third Rock from the Sun, the, the pilot yeah. episode of that. We laid in bed and watched that one night while <laughs> <we were> camping <laughs> on a phone. So yeah, those are just things to be aware of, but I thought that was some good advice from somebody who owns a campground. Um, anything else going on on Facebook? No, it's quiet. Well, that's because Yellowstone's on. Yellowstone, that's right. Yeah, Yellowstone. That's <laughs> and, a great show. And Yellowstone show. is good. I told it is a great show. I told Buck I should, we should move to Missoula for the winter because they're hiring, they're hiring the native people of around Missoula to be extras in the show. God, that'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be fun? I read an interview. I can't remember the actor's name. He plays the the old guy with the just oh. the standard cowboy mustache. Yep, I know yeah. I know the one you're the talking guy. to. He is a born and raised real life cowboy. He looks He it. is not an actor. I know the one it, you're talking hence, about. Hence he doesn't have a whole lot of speaking lines and <laughs> you know when when he does get to talk, he's talking through chew stained teeth usually with a beer in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> he he's the only one who really looks the part cuz he doesn't have the perfect teeth. Yeah. Yeah. He, no. he is a, a a second or a third generation um, cowboy from Wyoming. And it, there are some other people that they're not regulars on the show, but are that's they're cowboys. They you know, know they, how they to live and ride on horses. And yeah. he, he was talking about how, how cool he thinks it is that they want to stay as true as possible to the, the cowboy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, in that movie or in that show. A little violent, uh, a little bit of four-letter words and a few things. But, oh, a uh, whole lot of four-letter yeah, words, but, but not but, a little. But, but it's a good but series. that's the way they live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on Paramount. It's 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 uh it's worth the watch. It so is. Uh, yeah, we we've we've thoroughly enjoyed that. What do you say we wrap this up and call it a show? Sounds good. Dig it. And I will put the music in in post edit and. You all have a great night. Those of you who joined us on Facebook, uh, we're, we're grateful you did. I'll get this edited out tomorrow and published because I'm off tomorrow, and all will be right with the world. It will be. Drive safe. God bless. Drink responsibly. Enjoy your camping. Camp happy. Yes. Camping, for God's <laughs> sakes. And we will talk to you all next week. <laughs> Thanks night. for listening, everybody.